0: .com
1: the revolution
0: My brother's going down the drain My sister's living the dream But everybody's singing along It's okay we'll all soon be this is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, It doesn't matter who the host is. Well, that's actually true. It does not matter who the host is. Today is Monday, November the 16th of 2020, day 321 of the year, and only 45 days left to go. Welcome to the 7 o'clock morning hour in the Eastern Time Zone. We are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, and you are, of course, here hanging out with us. We're, of course, Streaming across the different services available on safetyfm.com, safetyfm.tv, the different apps, the different streamers, and so on. Anyways, how are you doing on this lovely, lovely, lovely Monday morning? or Monday afternoon, or Monday, whatever the hell, depending on where you're listening to us. Anyways, we are a radio show that also is a live stream that is also a podcast, but we would probably be radio show podcast live stream. That's the way that it actually goes. So hopefully you had a fantastic weekend taking a look around, seeing the layout of the land. Friday the 13th came and passed. So good times there. Hopefully everything you came out well on the other side of that bad boy. Because that was important as we actually did move forward going forward. Anyways, let me kind of give you the layout of the land. If you're new to the show, not familiar with what we do, let me tell you what goes on half of the time and then what happens the other half, whoever knows. So the way that it works is we talk about the things going on inside of the world of safety and then we also discuss the happenings that are inside of the news. We have some professional broadcasters that come about, talk about all that stuff. And then I give you my nonsense. And boy, I'm already mouth clicking first thing in the morning. Must be a little bit dry already. Anyway, so that's what's going on right now. So, normally we start off most of our shows talking about the different things that are trending in this little world of ours. So, let's talk off, let's start off with that about the different trends that were actually occurring over the weekend. We'll mostly be concerned about hashtags so let's go with that real quick first hashtag that was making the domains making the circles over the weekend let's talk about that the first one MAGA million march was trending on saturday as trump supporters flocked to dc in show of solidarity for the president in response of the anti trumpers started tweeting hashtag million moron march other hashtags attached to the movement included million MAGA march hashtag proud boys and hashtag march for trump so there you go that was some hashtags we're making the the sequence the circles and so on other things that were making the actual thing going making through the loop was we were seeing as well what was the other ones that we were actually seeing um we were actually seeing as well hashtag favorite disney soundtrack the rounds is twitter's users Shared which Disney soundtrack they would eliminate. Their choices were Aladdin, Lilo and Stitch, Mulan, and Hercules. An overwhelming majority voted to Axe Lilo and Stitch soundtrack. Good morning, Sheldon Primus. How are you? Continuing going on real quick, hashtag Little Nas Robo Locks, was trending in the top 10 on Saturday after Little Nas X hosted the animated virtual of the gaming platform robux so there you go that was making the the circles as well and then last but not least was this hashtag steve Irwin day was trending on sunday as a national holiday honors the life and legacy of the late crocodile hunter many took to twitter to share their favorite quotes and memory of steve with this with his family leading the way steve's late late white what Steve's late wife wrote, wrote, your dad loves is still with every, with every moment, every day, along with a photo of Steve and their kids. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff. I didn't know that was a national holiday. Where's that a national holiday? Would love, definitely love to know that one anyway. So you're probably sitting back for a moment. And if you're familiar with the show, you're going, what the hell are you doing here? Five hours early. And that's cool. And I appreciate you asking that question, or maybe I just asked it for you. Good morning, Pedro. So the reason why we're doing it early, because I've been thinking about this more and more and more and more and more, the people that I love to talk to are here, and the people that I love to talk to have an early job, and the people I love to talk to can listen to me on a podcast, can listen to me on a radio show, can listen to me on a live stream. But, man, is there something about morning radio that I just love and have for years? And the great part about it is that I can jump in and jump out and move some things around as necessary. And I just think that this is the time slot for us. And maybe I have just committed to something that I'm not 100% sure if I really want to do. But I just kind of did. So that's the cool part there. So, anyways, that's the cool stuff going on right away, first thing here in the morning. But let's get you into what is importante. 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 So let's talk about what has going on inside of the real world of news. And let's bring you into some of the information with Feature Story News. Here is the news on the Last Safety Show.
1: From Feature Story News in London, I'm Oli Barrett. Japan's economy grew and annualised 21.4% in the third quarter, marking its biggest jump in 40 years, according to new government data. It comes after a record post-war slump amid fallout from the coronavirus pandemic. Analysts say the overall economy has a long way to go before it's fully back on track and is still far from pre-pandemic levels. Grace Lee reports from Tokyo.
0: On a quarter-by-quarter quarter basis, the economy grew 5% faster than the forecasts of 4.4% and pulling out of recession. But with consumption levels still low and record numbers of COVID-19 cases in the past few days, analysts say further rebound in the Japanese economy will likely be just moderate. Capital expenditure also fell 3.4%, shrinking for a second straight quarter, suggesting that general uncertainty over the pandemic is still weighing heavily on business sentiment.
1: South Australia is on high alert after the state's first confirmed coronavirus outbreak since April. 18 confirmed cases have been reported, leading to new restrictions and ramped up testing. A major COVID-19 vaccine trial has launched in the UK. Thousands of people will be involved in testing the jab from Belgian company Janssen. It uses a genetically modified cold virus to stimulate the immune system. The UK is backing several vaccine candidates in the expectation that a number of them will be needed to bring coronavirus under control. Health Secretary Matt Hancock says the aim remains to be using a Pfizer vaccine within weeks. I hope so, but I can't promise that. It, firstly, it depends on the safety data. That, you know, safety is more important than yeah. anything else. If that goes well, uh, then I hope to be able to have it rolling out uh, this year. But the, the bulk of any rollout will be, even on the best-case scenario, will be next year rather than this year. Um, but it means that we can be more optimistic about the spring. Hong Kong's Chief Executive Carrie Lam is calling for a full investigation after the city's deadliest fire in almost a decade. Seven people, including a nine-year-old child, were killed when a fire broke out in a flat. Seven more are in a critical condition in hospital. Richard Kimber reports from Hong Kong. Police say they are investigating whether the flat in the Kowloon area of the city was operating as an unlicensed restaurant. Local media, quoting an unnamed police source, say the apartment was being used as a Nepalese restaurant at which a birthday party was being held, and that lit candles are thought to have started the blaze. Fire officers said the building had no firefighting systems installed. Paramedics rushed 18 people to hospital late on Sunday night. Seven people remain in a critical condition, with two more in a serious condition. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN.
3: This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R safety show on Safety FM. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show.
0: Well, is that the news you wanted to hear? We're looking at March of next year, possibly. I don't know. I mean, we keep on hearing vaccine talk, that's for sure. Um, that's been making the circuits, the circles, whatever you want to call it. But how are you looking at this? And let, I'm just asking the question. because <laughs> That's what I do around here. Um, sometimes I answer questions, too, but that's kind of far and few between um are you going to go out for the first rendition of the vaccine i'm just asking because somebody has to ask so here i am asking the question the wake up and your act together shit what the wake up and the get your act together show I don't even know what that means. Okay, so um, just something to think about. So what do you think? Are you going to do it? Are you going to take the first one? You did see that it was referencing there was a 90%. Of course, there's already other people in the march of doing some stuff as well. I was watching a news report last night of some stuff that's coming out of India as well. But they're saying that it's going to be mid, probably probably first quarter, early second quarter before they're seeing anything, but they normally do a supply where they keep 50% and they issue out 50% to the rest of the world. So there you go. Um, a lot of stuff there. So a lot of different things going on inside of the world. So let's get into the top of the shit list because that is the way that we kind of do the stuff that you want to hear. Um, I think it's the way you want to hear. And then we kind of go from there.
3: You information you never knew you cared about. Rated R Safety Show.
0: Okay, so keeping up with the COVID theme, let's go that direction. So right away, the United States surpassed more than 11 million COVID cases on Sunday, with more than 1 million recorded last week. More than a dozen states, including New Hampshire, Mer- Uh, Maryland, Colorado, and Montana broke daily records of cases on Saturday, while Georgia was the only state in the country to see a decrease in cases over the last 14 days. Former CDC director Tom Fryden appeared onto the Today Show on Sunday where he said, unless we change our Thanksgiving plans, we are going to have a very unmarried christmas i'm afraid so there you go that's some of the news that was being brought up by the former director of the cdc so i have to ask the question because that's what we do so how you look at it and how we have the discussion is so on what are your plans for thanksgiving you know that holiday that everybody's skipping because they're talking about you know Christmas already. So what is your plans? Are you going to do a Friendsgiving and then a Thanksgiving and then so on? And if so, are you limiting it? Are you doing it outside? Are you doing it inside? Is it social distance? Is it not social distance? Or are you in the camp where the social distancing and this whole virus thing is a bunch of bullshit? Just asking the question? Because that does come up in conversation. So let's not pretend like it doesn't. I'm not the only one asking that. The question that I ask is: Place some places are requesting, requiring not to do anything for some of the holidays, and I know virtual is not as cool as being in person. Let's just be realistic. I mean, depends on how you look at it. I think virtual is cool because you can do it without pants on. If you look at it from some standpoint, um, so there you, so there you go. So I have person in the box already saying small family gathering. I don't know what that means. What if you have a family of 200? What's small, 20%? I don't know. So that's, I mean, there's a lot of things to talk about. I was looking at a friend of mine yesterday and he was doing a whole build out on the outside of his house for they could socially distance for Thanksgiving that he was hosting. So good for him. But I don't know. I mean, I like people. Yeah, I like people. So I don't know. I don't know if the risk is worth the reward. Do you really want to sit with me and watch me eat? Do I want to sit with you and watch you eat? I mean, sure, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff to think about. It can't just be let's just run and go with it. There has to be some thought process behind it. And I'm only saying this because we're seeing the increase. And, of course, that's the opinion of one guy, the guy that's right here.
2: Oops, what did he just say? We
0: at
3: Safety FM don't always agree
0: with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests.
2: Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM.
0: Okay, SpaceX and NASA launched their four astronauts into the International Space Center on Sunday evening. Astronaut Shannon Walker, Victor Glover, Michael Hopkins, and yeah, I'm going to butcher this name, Solchi Nochi, Noguchi? Are due to to reach the space station late tonight and remain there until spring. Wow! Wonder how that social distancing is going. No, I'm just joking as I say that. Um, the, the flight kicks off what NASA hopes to be a long series of crew lo- rotations between the U.S. and the space station. So the funny part is that I live in a in a in an area in Florida, 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 Florida that you can actually see from a distance that stuff. The important part is you have to make sure that you have the reschedule um, notices that come apart or come about, not come apart. Well, that's terrible wording. Um, but on Saturday was the original date that that was actually supposed to be launched, and then it got moved to Sunday. So I did not see it. But there are some people online that have posted some phenomenal pictures in the general neighborhood. So anyways, if you have to take a look at that, cool stuff, cool beans. I have actually – I was out to, at the launch previous to that, I believe it was. I could, I could be wrong. I think it was the one previous to that. Who knows? I lose so much track of time. Anyway, some people over at Fox News will be over, overjoyed to hear the following. AT&T is looking to sell CNN to pay off its massive debt. The Fox News Corporation, Charlie... Gasparino reports that AT&T is financially unstable with $150 billion in debt. He explained of selling the network potentially to billionaire Jeff Bezos, who would make the sense from both sides, but also feels that CNN's end ratings will take a hit because they don't have Donald Trump to kick around anymore. Gasparino added that a lot of media companies may have hit their peak hating Trump. Really? It, I blah, 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 blah. It's so one-sided sometimes when you hear some of this stuff. I don't know. Let's just be realistic. There was a love-hate relationship, and I think that that is kind of common with all presidents, depending on what network you watch. I don't know if you watch Fox. I don't know Fox News. I don't know if you watch CNBC, MSNBC, CNN, OANN, all that other stuff. I mean, there's tons of stuff to watch, and you can take that slant however you want to see it. I think that sometimes we tend to forget that a lot of information that's out there that we consider news is more entertainment than actual news. So let's just be realistic. Um, (laughs) Not going to win a whole bunch of people over with that one. That's for sure. Anyways, let's continue. A dog in Texas survived a plunge off of a 70-foot cliff in Texas. A A pooch was rescued by paramedic Bobby Luddy. who who happened to be nearby doing some rope training and heard a shout for help from the dog owners. Luddy was shocked to find the dog named Stout, miraculously mostly unharmed. Holy crap, how do you take a 70-foot fall and survive it? That's interesting as we hear that. Anyways, the Pittsburgh FBI have captured Fugitive, who has been on the on the run for about the last 50 years. Leonard Moses, 68, was convicted of participating in a firebombing of a dwelling during the riots in Pittsburgh back in 1968. Broke out after Mar- Dr. Martin Luther King's association. A woman died in the fire, and Moses has tri- was tried and convicted for the murder. He was sentenced to life but escaped while on furlough to attend his grandmother's funeral back in 1971. Moses was found last month in Gland Black, Michigan, working as a traveling pharmacist under the name Paul Dixon. He was arrested at his home. 68. Fifty years ago, so that's what's going on there. How the hell? Did, I mean, fifty years. So you were already convicted at eighteen, is what it sounds like here. Um. So the more you think about it, and the more we talk about this, how do you how do you escape for fifty years? Like fifty years? You're, okay, you didn't escape for fifty years. You weren't found for fifty years. It's funny as we talk about. I shouldn't say funny. It's so serious as we talk about it. How the hell do you do that? I don't think I can live with it myself. I feel guilty about everything. Even eating a muffin sometimes in the, in the morning. That's something to think about.
2: Oops, what did he just say? We at
3: Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests.
2: Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. You are listening to something magical. (laughs) You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show.
0: Okay, a Chinese pigeon racing van put down $1.9 million for Belgian bred bird. During the final hour or two, during the final hour of a two-week auction, two Chinese bidders using pseudos for their super duper, super duper, and hitman drove up the price to about of the pigeon for about three hundred twenty-five thousand dollars, leaving last year's record of four hundred six thousand dollars in the dust. The super duper ended up with the highest bid and won the three-year-old hen. Only a decade ago, the record price. Stood at one tenth of the pigeons were purchased this weekend. Wow, what the heck? I don't even. By the way, my first question is I'm glad to hear about super duper and whatever, but who the hell put this in there? I mean, is that even important? Uh, that's the funny part. So let's continue. All right, anyway, Parlor CEO John Matz says that the social media app has had a surge in users in this year, people growing tired of censorship by rivals, Facebook, and Twitter. John explained that Parler is, of course, about free speech and making people feel like they have a voice again, which is extremely necessary right now. But there's so much more free speech, too, because there's also want freedom from data manipulators. They want the chance in social media in general. Parler has more than eight million total members. Is that something to talk about? Uh, Eight million total members and more than 4.5 million Active monthly members, according to a Parler COO Jeffrey. By comparison, Twitter has about 33 million active monthly users, and Facebook only has a small amount at 2.6 billion actively monthly users, according to Business Apps. So let's talk about this because we're seeing more and more about it, and we see more and more about this all the time. So let's talk about this Parler, and then w- there's Parler. And then there's these other apps that are coming on, coming out. I, and I just look at it. I see more shit on Facebook about, I'm not using Facebook and I'm going to parlor, And then you take your parlor post and put it on Facebook. I get so confused by that. If you want to leave a platform, please understand, number one, this is not an airport. You don't have to announce. You can just leave. It's pretty simple. And let's be realistic, I am streaming on Facebook and I am streaming on Twitter or Periscope, however you want to look at it, and it feeds through Twitter. So it makes a pretty interesting conversation, and believe me, I have been censored for something that I did incorrect according to their system, and I was cool with it. I take ownership for what I said and what I did for the episodes that were censored um, or the episode that was censored. Things have been corrected since then um, with my good old buds at Facebook and Twitter. But here's the thing. Is it censorship on their platform? And this becomes a whole weird conversation because what are they censoring and freedom of speech becomes that weird, weird, weird thing because you're on somebody else's platform. And I know some people are not going to like that. And some people are going to be like, you're anti blah and you're anti blah. No, I'm not anti shit. I'm anti talking to you about this. I'm anti about, Hey, listen, you're playing on somebody else's, you're playing on somebody else's territory. You're not going to go in somebody's house and shit in the middle of their living room. Sorry. It's the truth. Just kind of, they're probably going to kick you out of their house, just the way that it works. So that's the way that it goes with certain things. They have terms of service. And some people will sit back and go, well, you don't understand the manipulation of what the algorithm does. Yes, I do. I watch and I research and I do a lot of stuff to understand some of these algorithms. And let's not let's just be realistic. We could start off with fresh sign-ons right now and usernames. And we could do some different things and look at certain items. And based on other information that's available on that particular device that you're using, it will not give us the same stuff inside of the feed. So, yes, that I do understand. But some people get so frustrated where there is limitations on what they're fact-checking. And let's just be realistic. That fact-checking algorithm is not perfect. And anybody who says otherwise is full of shit. But that's the thing you have to think about. You're playing on their platform. If I don't like X restaurant, I stop going to X restaurant. It's pretty simple. I don't make a whole rhyme and reason that I'm not going there anymore. So what's the deal? And I say this jokingly, but I remember when I was younger of, I'm just going to run away. 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 And I heard, used to hear that shit all the time. And I remember one dude, one time we were in a group and somebody kept on saying it and saying it and, saying it, and the dude just turned around and said, so just run away. And I, I don't know if he was joking. Of course, we were teenagers at the time, but it's just crazy when you start hearing some of this stuff. It's like, you don't need to go to another site to come back and post. The other thing that you see a lot of, and this is now just me griping to gripe is why do I have to see a TikTok video on something that's not TikTok? I mean, I have already seen the coup de gras, the grandest, the best lip singers of all time. And that was definitely Millie Vanilli.
2: Oops, what did she just say? We
3: at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests.
2: Now back to real safety talk on Safety
0: FM. Okay, on Saturday, the 75-foot-tall, 11-ton Norway Spruce... Arrived at Rockefeller Center, the tree was brought up from Antenata, New York, and arrived with police escort. I guess that needed police escort, according to a tweet from the NYPD. Now that the tree has arrived to Manhattan, staff will spend weeks decorating it for its December 2nd debut. So there you go. Just in case if you actually cared about that stuff, I wanted to share that with you. Okay. A senior Al-Qaeda member was killed by assassins in <laughs> <laughs> Iran in August For the current and former U.S. officials confirmed that Abu Muhammad al-Qaeda number two was tracked and killed with a bold intelligence operation that led to the U.S. and Israel. Al-Mazadi's <laughs> daughter, Ma- Mary Am, Mary Am, not Mary Ann, Mary Am was also a target of the operation as the U.S. believed that she was being groomed for leadership role in the Al-Qaeda, in Al-Qaeda, according to intelligence official. al Mazari's daughter was the widow of Hamas al-Bin Laden. The son of the Al-Qaeda mastermind, Osama bin Laden, who was killed last year in the U.S. counter counterterrorism operation in Afghanistan, Pakistan region. Wow, that was kind of hefty there. It's so a lot of interesting stuff, of course, going on in the news. I don't know. How frequently do you read this stuff? I don't know. I just talk about it. Okay, violence broke out broke out on the, nas- the nation's capital on the anti-Trump protesters crash with supporters of president. What was the peaceful gathering of MAGA marchers on Saturday turned out to a violent. Then the leftist antagonists tried to make their way to the hotel where Trump supporters were staying. At least 20 people were arrested and two officers were injured. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff going on in that particular time. I don't know. Did you take a look at any of the pictures of the Million Maga March or the million whatever the million? Yeah, I think it was a Million Maga March is exactly what it was titled. But did you take a look at some of the pics that were coming about, all the people that were out there, the seas of people going out, hanging out, doing some different things? And, Kay, whatever, stand for what you believe in. I mean, it was interesting on they were doing some interviews with some of the people that were out there. And some people went as far that they said that they would like to see a recount in every state and every county. So that would make it pretty interesting, probably one of the most expensive elections ever. And I don't know, there's a lot of information out there. Of course, the different devices that one can use when you're actually in the voting poll. So you have to keep that in mind, too, as we have this conversation. It's just not one and done is the way that it works. Is everything different across the board? Now, what I find interesting as we talk about this, and let's just be realistic for a moment, how come we're able to do something like this? You can do banking daily and it's okay. And it's cool. And you have your own mobile phone, your own mobile app, and you're able to do stuff. But how come we can't manage to vote in that same format? How come there is such a large play on things being connected to the internet? And, If you really get bored, (laughs) I would recommend taking a look on what you can find out about voting machines and if they do have access to the Internet and at what point. Because I think that that would be an interesting conversation if you have not taken a look or a dive down that path. Um, And when I say do a search, because it's going to be a Google search for most of us. So what I would say is do incognito and then take the dive. And then, of course, some people will be like, well, you can't do it on Google. It can't be trusted. You can't do it on all these other platforms. They can't be trusted. You can't do it on Yahoo, blah, 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 blah. Then go to go-go duck or whatever the hell it's called. A lot of people are liking that thing as of late. So something to think about as we do move forward there. So why don't you bring that up? Here is our main story on a Rated R Safety Show. So I have to tell you, over the weekend was having some interesting times, having some conversations with some people there, some people there, and some people all over the place. And I wanted to talk about this because it's something that happens. So here's the thing. And we're. this is where we're going to do the twist and have some convos here about trying to have some better understanding about some things. So let's b- bear with me for just a moment. So not because we live in a very strange world, but we are aware that people are in relationships and people tend to do some odd things. And that's perfectly fine if that's their choice on doing so. But there is this habit where people are in relationships where they use we'll say questionable photography, depending on how you want to look at it, as forms of proof of love. So what do I mean? I'm talking about those not safe for works pictures or not safe for anybody, where your significant other might turn around and say, I'm going to snap this questionable photo where I might be exposing X, Y, or Z. And then some people go as far as where they're, doing their intimate gathering, and they decide to post those pictures, or not post the pictures, but they decide to take videos or whatever and share them among themselves. Now, a trend that has been going on for years is something known as revenge porn. So let me talk about that for a moment. So here's what happens. If you're not familiar with the term, I'll try to give a breakdown. You're in a relationship with someone and all of a sudden, boom, you break up. And this person uses these pictures, these videos that you had or made together and decides to post them on social media, decides to show them off to people at your job, whatever, however you want to look at it. It's a terrible scenario. I mean, it is awful. An awful scenario to go through. So I have the question today because it does come up more and more that we're inside of the workforce together. And sometimes you get involved, meaning you, the safety pro on the other side there, have to get involved with some weird things here. So let us let me kind of give you the example that was given to me and wanted to get really some opinions as, as I brought this up today. You're working inside of an organization. There's some people that I actually have agree to be in a relationship they have actually reported it to their human resources department because they don't want any kind of questionable activity so they say hey we have decided to be in a relationship and this is kind of what they have told everybody at work depends on what the job that you're actually at some people require that you do that some people don't so that's let's give you the layout of the land there so they have reported this information decided they're going to move forward inside of this relationship and all of a sudden they break up As portion of the breakup, they've broken up. They've been separated for a period of time. But all of a sudden, I'm using the example that was given to me, so let me explain. The gentleman was so upset that the lady decided to start dating someone else that they started to post and share these pictures on sites that were kind of like a hidden side inside of a website. So I guess it was a website that they owned, but they were also sharing it among the people inside of their job where they would say, Hey, have you seen this about X person? Have you seen this? Have you seen that? So essentially revenge porn is really what it boils down to. As this occurs, of course, people start making the circle, start finding out more, start seeing this. Now, the only thing one can do currently or in some states is some very weird stuff about copywriting pictures, which that's is kind of a whole other aspect of it. Um so it becomes very strange having the conversation. And then number two, as we, you see those in those different states, the other portion that you have to think about is when this is brought into the human resources department, because that's normally where it kind of ends up inside of your organization. Sometimes with some of the things that are happening, depending on how your structure is and layout is inside of your organization, they might ask you so to be part of an investigation. Don't know how it happens, but it does. Um, so with that being said, This has now become an unsafe environment for X person. At least that's how it's sold. How do you look at this? How do you, it's not a justification because none of that should ever be justified. Let's just be realistic there. But as you see this and hear this, how do you move forward with it? Because some states have laws in place about this. Some organizations have policies in place about this, but what happens if you're in one of those weird mixture situations that neither apply, there isn't a policy and there isn't a state law. Somebody now feels unsafe. Then you can go into that whole conversation of violation of privacy, but then it's like, well, this person was forth was forthcoming with this. And that's why they gave it to me. But, that person did not give you permission to share. Not that you should ever share anything like that, period, but whatever. Different times require different things that people tend to do. But what do you think about this? Now it's an unsafe environment for some. How do you move forward? What do you look at? And this is a portion of a conversation to think about. I would love to hear what you would do as a person inside of your organization to move forward with this. Because it's a very difficult conversation. It's a very difficult topic. I mean, you can do the emotional route right away and go, this is what I'm going to do. Boom, 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 boom. But at the end of the day, you have to do something that makes sense. And I'm going to tell you, the person that's actually getting their stuff shared amongst many, you are ruining, not you, but the person who's sharing it is ruining that person's life for the most part especially depending on what kind of person they are. And there's so many other things that come about and so many other side conversations can, that can come out of this as we talk about it. But what do you do? That's why the show is called the revengeful, or at least the episode's called the revengeful because people do that in their shitty for the, for the sake of doing it. And depending on age demo, you're going to be like, what the hell? Blah, blah, blah. Or some people will be like, this is normal. And it just depends. But what do you think about? What would you do? How do you handle this? So you find out they were sharing this stuff. The person that was heartbroken. And start sharing it. How do you handle the situation? Something to think about. And let's just be realistic. This show is not going to be able to answer that. But it's something to Think about if you have not run into that occurrence yet. And people are going to turn around and go, how the hell is that safety? Because the worker does not feel safe inside of the environment. Lots of stuff to think about there. Realistically, would love to know what your answer is. Share it. Come over to safetyfm.com. Please shoot me a message. Would love to hear what you have to say. Jump into the box. I won't open that one up to phone calls because I think that one could be dirty, dirty cluster right there. That's for sure.
2: Oops, what did he just say? We
3: at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests.
2: Now back to Real Safety Talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of Real Safety Talk.
3: You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. Nobody's life's easy, and sometimes life presents us with mountains that seem too high to climb. But that's when I dig in, when push comes to shove. It comes down to your will to win. I'm a trial lawyer and a trial's a heavyweight championship fight. Figer Law won't back down, we won't give up, and we never give in, ever.
0: Okay, feature on the show, Bright Red Lights, Kama Swanson. I swear we played this thing before, but I like it still. Okay, just for those who have forgotten, the world of the forgotten, just want you to be aware. <laughs> radio show, podcast, then video show. You're always looking down on the video. I know I'm looking down on the video. I'm doing a radio show. Thank you. Thank <laughs> Anyways, let's talk about what some other things going on inside of the world real quick. I have some heartbreaking news, very heartbreaking news to share, depending on how you want to look at it. Apparently over the weekend, there were some engagements and apparently on uh, over the weekend with the engagements, there was also some call off and engagements. So just in case you were not aware, Ryan Cabrera and Alexa Bliss or Lexi Kaufman, are now engaged. But on the other side, Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis <laughs> have called off their engagement after seven years. The seven-year engagement? I had seen the five-year engagement movie. The book-smart was director and the former Satellite Night Live star first began dating after their meeting at SNL finale party at 2011, according to the report. The split is amicable and they have transitioned into great co-parenting routine. Wilde and Sudeikis. Our parents have a six-year-old son and daughter. So there you go. Sad to hear about the breakup. So Olivia Wilde is no longer engaged. Engaged with two kids. That's interesting. What I mean, it is what it is. Let's just be realistic. So I don't know if you've heard this information, so let's share it right now. The weekend, yeah, not the weekend weekend, but the weekend as in the guy that's the singer that's part of a band, has been having an astronomical time during everything going on. So take a listen to this. The weekend has been confirmed as the headliner for the 2021 Super Bowl halftime show. He'll be the first Canadian to perform at the event since Shania Twain took the stage along, no doubt... And stink back in 2003, the Super Bowl is set for February the 7th. You ready at where? Raymond James Stadium. How come I did not know that? I did not know it was at Raymond James Stadium. This is news to me. But then again, I don't watch football. So maybe that's, <laughs> I shouldn't be surprised. So how the hell did that happen? So February 7th. Wow, That I got a lot to think about now. I, I have been working on some stuff with a friend of mine. About roughly close to that date. Anyways, let's talk about some other stuff. Government handouts. The German bank says those who work at home should pay a tax for the privilege of doing so. In its report on how to rebuild the economy after COVID-19, experts of the Dutch Bank, of uh, hold on, Dutch Bank, um, whose network spans 58 countries, say that, wh- that white-collar staff who are reaping the financial benefits of working from home should be taxed 5% of their daily income. What? What? Which would could also raise tens of billions of dollars for the government. The money would be used to help lower income workers who have taken greater risk because of their jobs and <laughs> can be done remotely. According to the, according to them, those who are able to work from home benefit from the convenience and flexibility and save money because they don't have to pay for commuting takeout lunches, or buying dry cleaning. <laughs> what? Uh, okay. They say that the tax would amount to just over $10 a day for the average American working from home, roughly the amount that might spend on commuting lunch and laundry, which will also <laughs> which will also leave them no worse off than they were from the beginning when they were working inside of the office. The tax would also raise about $48 billion in the U.S. But what about the costs incurred while working from home? Like, you have to wear the wear and tear of your couch. I mean, of my office of furniture, for example. Awesome. Awesome. Just think about it. Now I can lose a shirt at home two completely different ways. I mean, it'll be really easy on how I would do that. And it's funny because when you now have to claim work from home income and claim I've I've been working. I mean, think about it. It's so weird. So weird. That's a lot of taxing, according to the box with Mr. Sheldon Primus. But hell, I mean, holy crap. I mean, does anybody think about some of the expenses that occur? Because So let's be realistic. So let's say, for instance, you are a couple and you have children. And you're able now to work from home. There's more cost now associated to your home life. So, yes, you might not be paying for gas for community or the electricity to charge your car, Um, but there's now a higher price for your electric bill, a higher price for your water bill, higher price for your food bill if you normally don't take your food to work. I mean, there's a lot of weird things there that I don't think people are taking into consideration. I mean, how do you look at it? Because people are not putting the validation to that aspect of it as well. Anyways, let's continue. New research says that it's possible that benefits of taking vitamin supplements could be entirely due to the placebo effect. Hi, sugar cookie friends or sugar pill friends. You know, don't get dizzy in a car. Uh, in their report, Harvard researchers know that no clinical trial has shown consistent or considerable benefits of daily supplement users who are healthy and without pre existing vitamin or mineral deficiency. The study almost of almost 5,000 regular consumers of multivitamins or mineral supplements found that almost 30% of them believed that they had overall health than non users. And analysts of the medical data show that the health was no different from that of a non-user. The researchers <laughs> concluded that those who take vitamins tend to be positive thinking about them, people, about themselves, of course, but supplements are a waste of money for individuals who with no uh, no known nutrition deficiencies. Boy, am I going to piss the people off there with that one. Now, hey, I just give you the studies of what's going on. This is according to Harvard research. I don't take vitamins, but I have B4. I'm happy to hear this because placebos have... To be cheaper than vitamins, that's for sure as well. Now, I'll tell you, depending on the time of the year, um, for the for my friends and acquaintances that know me well, I have these weird diet cycles that I go through, life-changing events where I will blow up like a balloon and then I will lose all kinds of weight because I change what I do. And I will tell you, supplements for at least the ones that I like to interact with are not cheap. Um, so I don't know if a daily is good for most or not. But I tend to do all kinds of different stuff. I, see, I know the ones that have worked for me, and I know the ones that are straight up like nutrition pills that feel like they're just straight up candy bars because I just have a giant sugar rush after that. Anyway, some friends of mine like to use oils, and they say that that stuff works extremely well for them.
2: Oops, what did he just say? We at
3: Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests.
2: Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM.
0: Okay, safety consultant, LOL. Yes, you do. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. You're kind of like all over the place today there, my friend. I like it, though, but I'm not sure what that means. Anyways, let's continue going down inventive inventions here you go an engineer who has helped develop amazon's alexa has created an app to translate cats meows into human words javier sanchez the tech company is still fine-tuning the meow talk which may say it will tell you the owner's which of the nine different intents their cat is vocalizing, such as I'm hungry, let me out, or I'm in pain. It works by recording the cat's meow onto the app, and it's producing a translation in the sound. A prototype of the app is now available, and I'm pretty sure that it's (laughs) all, I'll find out that my cat uses a lot of foul language, and I am supposed to, you know, actually be a feline language instead of just using a human language, and now that's what I'm going to think about every time I hear the damn thing meow, that's for sure. Anyways, let's continue talking about some other stuff real quick for the next time that you've had one too many scientists have now come up with an answer of sobering up machine. Yeah. I want to tell you about this one because I've been hearing about this. So here you go. Take a listen real quick. The device is about the size of a briefcase and enables people to expel large amounts of alcohol via a breath. It also works with a pump in air levels of carbon dioxide through a face mask, which also allows people that are drunk (laughs) person to breathe in heavily and rapidly without feeling lightheaded or fainting by doing so they release more alcohol in their breath having their blood alcohol reading in uh about 45 minutes three times faster than normal the problem here and i'm going to tell you what the problem is great machine if you need it if you have a problem there it's the low bargain price of twenty thousand dollars $20,000. $20,000. So after the week I've had, I'll take two. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Uh, I mean, so if you have an issue drinking, I would say that might be something worth talking about, thinking about, or even giving some consideration to. I mean, it's your gig, not mine.
2: Rated our Safety Show. Sarcastic? Never.
0: Okay, so let's talk about the highest earning dead celebrities. I know, kind of a groom thing kind of a doom and gloom, but I guess I should have talked about this last week. They didn't get it to us on time for Halloween, and I just missed Friday the 13th, so showing you that the deadline means nothing to the dead. Nonetheless, here are the top 10 over the past year, according to Forbes, so at number 10, Prince. Made about $10 million, John Lennon, $13 million, Bob Marley, $14 million, Juice World $15 million, Kobe Bryant, $20 million, Elvis Presley, $23 million, Arnold Palmer, $25 million, Charles Schultz, $32.5 million. Ready for this one? Dr. Seuss at number two, $33 million in the top money-making dead celebrity, if you want to know and you want to move forward with it, is Michael Jackson at $48 million. So there you go. Some interesting stuff going on real quick inside of there. So let's talk real quick about what's going on inside of the world of the swamp. So let's get into that nonsense real quick, and let's move forward real quick. Well, President Trump... Promises of a red wave didn't carry him to re-election. It is certain to tighten up the Republican minority in the House of Congress. Of the 27 states that Cook Political Report calls toss-up, Republicans have their have won, let's see, an out, have won them outright or are expected into the final votes are counted. They're also leading about 26 of the lean Republican districts, worse for Democrats. Republicans are leading 7 of the 36 lightly Democratic districts. Meanwhile, all, all eyes remain on Georgia where two Senate runoffs in January will determine the ultimate power balance in the Senate. Republicans hold about 50 seats and will win one of the two to avoid Vice President Elect Harris functioning as the de facto tiebreaker, so there you go. There's some news right there. So I don't know. I think that George is going to be pretty interesting moving forward as we get to see that here. I w- I want to say it's like the first week of January, but I could be absolutely wrong. So ignore that to an extent. Anyways, the New York Post is out. With another Biden bombshell that is apparently could have, could have looked into a little while ago, according to what some people are saying, the Biden Cancer Initiative came to life back in 2017 after Joe Biden and his wife, Jill Biden, left the Barack Obama administration. In just two years, the group took up about $4.8 million in donation. Off of that, precisely zero went into as grants, but wait, $3.07 million went to staff pay payroll on which nearly half a million went to Gregory Simmons, who ran the organization organization who simmons a former executive at pfizer which drug company waited till monday after the election to announce its coronavirus vaccine showing a 90 percent success rate yes that is pfizer just sharing the information that's there this is of course according to the new york post look it up not leaning one way or the other because that's the emails i normally get shortly thereafter
2: Oops, what did he just say? We at
3: Safety FM
0: don't always agree with
3: the viewpoints of our hosts and guests.
2: Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM.
0: Okay, let's talk about the lottery. No winner for Friday night's Mega Million drawing. Tuesday's drawing will be for $176 million jackpot or $135.1 million cash payout. No winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing either. Wednesday's drawing will be for about $179 million jackpot or $138.9 million cash payout. So there you go. You have some options readily available if you're interested in playing some games there. Anyways, I'll give you the top 10 inside of the box office if you care about what's happening inside of the movies. At number 10, the re-release of Elf made about 170 million, dollars $170,000, not $170,000 Toy Story made about $222,000 in a re-release. True to the game made about $288,000 Ranked too low to even be on the chart last week, so that's why I'm talking about it now. Guardians of the Galaxy was a re-release at $406,000 at number 7. Tenant made about $735,000. The Honest Thief made about $800,000 at number five. Come and Play made $1.1 million. The War with Grandpa at number three at $1.3 million. Number two, Let Him Go at $1.8 million. And the new number one movie inside of the box office really hitting it out of the park and not really expected to. New movie called Freaky. With Vince Vaughn at $3.7 million. So there you go. That's what was going on inside of the box office for last week. So there you go. Some interesting stuff for sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. Uh, Here's some Grey's Anatomy news, which I'm sure nobody cares about. At least uh, I don't care about, so I'm going to skip over that. Let's talk about the world of sports real quick. Dustin Johnson won the first Masters on Sunday while setting a, a course record in Augusta National. He finished 20 under par, defeated Cameron Smith and Sanjay M. By five strokes of Wins Johnson's second major win. So there you go. Some interesting stuff going on inside of that particular world. So there you go. Let me give you some information about Did You Know, because I think that that's gonna be important. Did you know? Did you know? Did you not know? Did you know? Did you know? Did you know? I don't know if you knew, so let's talk about it. Researchers have found the science to determine that The Office is the funniest TV show on the planet. A study of research shows that 120 UK TV watching volunteers, tough gig, uh found that American version of the of The Office. Provided the most giggles with one minute and thirty-four seconds of laughter per hour. Brooklyn Nine-Nine came in second at one point at one minute thirty-eight seconds. What? One minute thirty-eight seconds? How could one minute thirty-four per hour and then one minute thirty? 30- Okay, came second in order and by community. Parks and Recreation is also sunny in Philadelphia. Arrested Development, Friends, How I Met Your Mother, Two and a, Two and a Half Men. Last on the list, The Big Bang Theory, which, despite winning loads of awards, was found to be the least funniest, which uh, with an average of about six seconds per laughter. I don't know. I've never. I've never watched. I can tell you the majority of those shows I have never seen. I have seen The Office. I have not seen Brooklyn Nine Nine. I have seen community. I think I've seen one episode of Parks and Recreation. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. I've never seen it. I've seen a few episodes of Arrested Development. Never watched Friends, but I know what it is. How I Met Your Mother, I think I've seen one. And Two and a Half Man, I watched a couple. And then Big Bang Theory, I have never seen it. Never, 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 never seen it. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff going on there inside of that neck of the world. So let's continue talking real quick. Let me get, tell you some whack facts for today if you're interested in knowing some of those. So here you go. Between 1912 and 1948, art competitions were made as an Olympic sport. So there you go. It is a myth that two snowflakes are exactly the same. In 1988, a science has found that two identical snowflakes in Wisconsin. So there you go. It does exist. The Q in Q-tip stands for quality. So quality tips. Wow, that's that's something interesting. Eagles mate while airborne. Hmm. The longest recorded flight of chickens is 13 seconds. Before setting, <laughs> setting seven dwarfs, we know today Disney also considered Chesty, tubby, burpy, deafy, hickey, wheezy, and awful. There you go. There you go. Some interesting stuff to think about if you're interested in knowing any of that. Let me give you some other stuff real quick. Here are some slices of BS that you might want to know. Sunday was declared U.S. National Recycle Recycling Day by President Trump. He went in, he then went to Twitter to dump his trash all over the place. <coughs> It is doubtful that Joe Biden will keep Melania Garden at the White House unless the first lady elect doesn't mind growing Botox. COVID 19 news The Minnesota Vikings of the NFL have announced that they will not have fans for the remainder of the season. So, really, no change there. Kim jong young has threatened North Koreans with punishment if they waste food. Bottom line, be more like Kim jong young. 2020 East People's Choice Award aired on E! Network last night. And once again, the person's choice was not to watch. So there you go.
2: Oops, what did he just say? We at
3: Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests.
2: Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM.
0: Okay, here's some trivia because it is Monday. If you need some stuff to work with this week, here you go. Computer or TV screens are often referred to LCDs. What does it stand for? Liquid crystal diode, liquid crystal display, lowest common denominator, or low carbohydrate diet? The correct answer, liquid crystal display. What is the term someone who collects books? Bibliophile, audiophile, felicipus, or librarian? Bibliophile is the correct answer. Complete the title in this 1999 Boz Lesman hit song. Everybody's free to wear shades, scented products, sunscreen, or pants. Correct answer, sunscreen. I would have never guessed that one. Pants seems like the logical solution real quick. Anyways, let's talk about what things that happened back on this day, back in the lovely year of 2010. Prince William Kate Middleton announced their engagement back on this day, back in 2010. So there you go. Something that you can think about today if you are having um, those kind of thoughts. Anyways, let's talk about some birthdays to celebrate today. Logan Matter machine head guitarist turns 50. Dwight Gooden. MLB pitcher turns 56. And Dean McDermott, actor married to Tori Spelling, turns about 54 today. So there you go. That's some information going on inside of that neck of the woods. Anyways, a couple other things real quick before I let you go. If you need something to start off a phone call today, use this one. What do you think another country does better than us here at home? If you need a random joke for the day, use this one. Piano is definitely one of the hardest instruments to pick up. If you need something for the water cooler, try this one. Question, 25% of us admit we've done this at the office. What is it? Gone through the co-workers' drawers. And I'm talking about desk drawers. And I'm sure some other people have bought, gone through other people's drawers. Well, that's some other conversation there, just in case. Anyways, let's talk about Duh. some other stuff real quick before I let you go. Don't forget about my friends at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. If you're struggling through thoughts of depression or contemplating suicide, call my friends at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Their phone number is 1-800-273-TALK. That is 1-800-273-TALK. Or you can go to their website at suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Call the number or go to the site. They are readily available at either If you're interested in doing so, there are there readily available 24 hours a day to talk to you. So that's something to do if you would desire to do so. Anyways, let me tell you real quick about the days of the year that you can celebrate today if you're inclined to. So here you go. Days that you can celebrate today. National Fast Food Day. I think that's that's a good day for a lot of people. Uh, National Button Day. National Indiana Day. International Day of Tolerance. And have a party with your bear day. With your bear? Wow, that sounds kind of brave. Anyways, there you go. That was what's going on inside of the news. If I can leave you with something to think about today, I want to leave you with this one. You can't go back and change the beginning, but you can start where you are and change the ending. Think about that. That occurs to anything inside of life. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show. We are coming to you exclusively on Safety FM, of course. That's the way that we kind of roll. I appreciate you coming out on this early morning edition, taking a listen to what we have going on. I really true appreciate you guys coming out, hanging out with us. Take a listen to the different things that we have going on inside of the radio station if you're inclined to do so. We have a plethora of information readily available, different points of views. Not everything's a comedy act, not everything's sarcasm, that's for sure. There are some serious topics that we do cover onto the station. I would love for you to take a listen to it. And we have some more things coming up down right close down the line that I would love to share with you. And I will talk about those extremely soon, so don't worry about it. We're going to talk about those, but we'd love for you to come out and hang out on the site and take a listen to what we have going on inside of the radio station. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show. You know who I am. I know who you are. Love you. Mean it. Bye.
3: Duh.